Dear listener, welcome to Hour of Destiny devotional with Reverend Mike Inula of Habitation of Winners Ministry International. Happy listening. Hello, good morning. Welcome to Hour of Destiny Daily Devotional and Spiritual Breakfast with Reverend Mike Eniola. Welcome to Monday, the 13th day of February year 2023. Open your mouth this morning and open your heart to receive this day's prophetic prayers. I want to pray for you this morning that what is termed impossibilities, that is what God is going to address in your life this week. Whatever has been concluded and Set aside that this cannot be done anymore. I decree by the authority of heaven, every impossibility shall turn to possibilities for you and your family this week in the name of Jesus. Many of us, we had a testimony of a sister. I think that should be last just a few days ago, how she said, I bless God that I am maritally settled now, that God settled her maritally at the age of 52 or 53. People may have concluded that she was not going to get married again, but God came true for her. Somebody is hearing me this morning. I am saying it prophetically and with all boldness that God is going to come true for you. What they have taught is not going to be done. The Lord is going to make it happen for you in the name of Jesus. They may have concluded that you cannot get married. It may have been concluded and totally agreed that you cannot have a child, whether male or female, you cannot father a child or you don't have a womb or something has happened to you medically. I want to tell you in the name of the Lord, this week, this year, this month, God will come true for you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I am praying for you this day that every case, situations, conditions that looks impossible, God of possibilities will step in and make them to become possible in Jesus' name. Oh, somebody is hearing me this beautiful Monday morning. You are going to receive major boost this week. Another family they are going to receive a visitor this week. Somebody will come and visit you. And after that visitation, there is going to be total turnaround for your family. In Jesus' name. I am praying for everyone this day. Looking up unto God for miracle. The Lord will surprise you. The Lord will send help to you. In Jesus' name. Like I prayed a few days ago, the time we are in now. It's a very good time, so to say. A lot of people are in pain. A lot of people are in agony. A lot of people having money in the bank, but you cannot withdraw. You don't have access to your money, whether using ATM or going inside the banking hall because of government policy. But I want to pray that God who controls the economy of heaven and the heart, he will supply your needs. The God who sent ravens to take care of Elijah in the wilderness, the God who took care of the children of Israel in the wilderness for 40 years, that same God is still alive. He's God of Abraham. He's God of Isaac. He's God of Israel. His name is Jehovah Jireh, the great provider. God will provide for you in this time. In times like this, God will sustain you and your family miraculously in the name of Jesus. I am praying for the sick. The Lord will heal you. I'm praying for the pregnant woman. 
The Lord will cause you to carry your pregnancy to times. You will deliver safely. You will be alive. Your baby shall be alive. In Jesus' name. All little children, I am praying for you this morning that the hand of the Almighty God will rest upon you. The Bible says, our children shall possess the gates of their enemies. All of you children hearing me this morning, or your parents hearing me for your child or your children, I decree that all our children shall possess the gates of their enemies. In Jesus' name. You are blessed and you are lifted. Somebody shout amen. I believe as I receive. Hallelujah. Praise God. This morning, I want us to read from the book of Luke chapter 7. Luke chapter 7, and I'm reading from verse 1. The topic of my message this morning, which is going to run for some days this week, is titled, Do You Have a Testimony? Do You Have a Testimony? I am not talking about the testimony we shared. I'm not asking you, oh, what has the Lord done for you? Do you want to share a testimony? No. But I'm talking about the testimony about your character. I'm talking about the testimony about your personality. Do you have a good testimony? Do you have testimony in your compound? Do you have a good testimony? What are people saying or what can people say about you? In the book of Luke chapter 7, Luke chapter 7, I want to read from verse 1. Luke chapter 7 from verse 1. I'm reading from New Living Translations. The Bible says, When Jesus had finished saying all this to the people, he returned to Capernaum. At that time, the highly valued slave of a Roman officer was sick and near death. When the officer heard about Jesus, he sent some respected Jewish elders to ask him to come and heal his slave. Verse 4. So they earnestly beseeched Jesus to come to help the man. If anyone deserves your help, he does, they said. For he loves the Jewish people and he has even built us a synagogue. Now this is the testimony of the people about that man. He was not a Jew. He was not an Israeli. He was a Roman officer, a military commander that was stationed in Jerusalem at that time. So one of his servants was sick and he sent people, the elders of Judah, to go and talk to Jesus to please come and heal and pray for his daughter or his servant. Now the testimony of the people to Jesus, I believe that was what Jesus had that motivated him. They said, look, he loved our nation. He has even built us a synagogue. He's a good man. Excuse me, sir. Can people say that to you in your office, that you are a Christian? Excuse me, ma. Can people say that to you in that market where you are selling, that if it is that woman, she is a Christian? Do you have a good testimony from them that are within and the people that are without? I was telling somebody recently about a particular young man who was introduced to me to help us fix some things in the church. And so somebody said, Pastor, why can't you try another person? I said, no. I said, when they were introducing this young man to me, the man who introduced him said he's a Christian. And relying on that statement make us to trust him all the way. But we're disappointed. So what is your testimony in the office? What will people say? What can people say about you? I remember the story of a sister, very vibrant Jim Jim. In the church, every area in the church, you will see her. But one of the days she was sick, she couldn't come to church. 
and some brethren in the church decided to pay her a visit. And as they got inside her compound, they were still asking people about her. Excuse me, we are looking for Sister Dees. They said, who is Sister? We don't know anybody who is called Sister here. But somebody said, but she lives in this compound. I mean, Sister so-so-and-so, they say, oh, we are sorry. In this compound, she is the chief fighter in this compound. We don't know as a sister. If she is deceiving you people in the church that she's a sister, she can only do that outside. But here, she cannot preach to anybody to listen. What is that? Is your testimony like that? Do you have a testimony? You may be a drummer in the church. You may be a guitarist. You may even be a pastor or pastor wife. But what is your testimony outside the church? What will people say about you? I remember some years ago before I got married, I was still single. And then one of the days, I think I did not go to church, whether for Bible study or prayer meeting. I was not married, but already engaged to be married. So after service, my friends or fiancé decided to come and ask me, Brother Mike, why were you not in the Bible study? Why were you not in church today? So as she was approaching our compound, a group of men sat down somewhere under the tree and they were calling her, you know, as men usually call young ladies. So they were calling her. She did not answer. And one of them said, we that need you, we are calling you. You refuse to answer. That man you are going to meet, does he tell you he has time for women? They were referring to me. So when she came in, she said, Brother Mike, thank God for the testimony of people about you. I am asking you this morning, beloved child of God, if you don't have good testimony before people, then it will be very hard for anybody to believe you that you are a Christian. Yes, I'm aware. Everybody cannot say good thing about you, but you must have a testimony. Are you the one that they gather light bill for? They gather money for you in the compound to go and pay? Because these days, the moment people, I don't know whether now, but before, the moment people see you carrying Bible, they call you pastor. People started calling me pastor even before I got to know that I was going to become one because of character, because of attitude, because of testimonies. We are seeing the opposite of it today. What is your testimony? What will people say about you? If you leave that office today, whether by retirement or by transfer or by whatever, will people jubilate? I remember the story of a vice chancellor of a university very close to us here. After she finished her four years tenure, she left. As she was getting out of her office, both her staff and people in the university campus, they all went and picked broom and they started sweeping. They swept her legs out of the campus. The following day, there were posters all over the campus obituary. The wife of one of my friends saw the poster and said, wow, you mean this woman is late? She has just finished her tenure as a VC of this university. What killed her? And somebody said, no, she's not dead. She's still alive. But as far as this university is concerned, she's dead. She was a terror. She was a terrible woman. She didn't have testimony. And yet, she's a church woman. What will people say about you? Do you have a testimony in the compound, in the village, in the community, among your clan? Do you have a testimony? Are you the one that always leads people? You carry Bible. You say you go to church. But you are still the one that will lead in the village square when they are worshiping idol. You are still the one that will take people. You are still recommending one if I want juju to people. What is your testimony? We'll continue on this tomorrow. This is the word of God. It may be so hard, but listening to the word of God. What is your testimony? 
What are people saying about you? Even Jesus, our Lord, asked his disciples, What are men saying about me? What is the testimony you are hearing about me from people? If you don't have character, you don't have good testimony, then you cannot preach the gospel. You cannot pick Bible to say you are preaching because people will not believe you. They will not even listen to you. I pray that this word of God this morning will meet you at a point where you'll be sober and you'll reason and you'll repent. May the Lord give us good testimonies. May God give you good character. We'll continue from here tomorrow. May the Lord preserve you. May the Lord watch over you. May God keep for you that which he has given to you. In Jesus' name. God bless you. Have a great Monday and a powerful week. In Jesus' name. Amen. Daily as I live, oh, as I breathe, let my whole life be expressions of your grace. Hour of Destiny, presented by Reverend Mike Inula of Habitation of Winners Ministry International. We invite you to worship with us on Sunday by 8.30 a.m. and Wednesday, 5 p.m. Venue, His Glory Cathedral of Habitation of Winners Church after Waiek Office along Cruiser Road, Lokoja, Kogi State, Nigeria. For prayers and counseling, contact us on 0806-211-5571 or 0803-211-5571. 7974748 Rose Form produced the program. Thank you for listening and God bless you. Hey.